we were introduced to John Wick. In 2014, after three sequels later, we have a spinoff currently streaming on Peacock, The Continental, from the world of John Wick. Currently on Rotten Tomatoes, it is ranked 63% by the critics and 80% by the audience. Guns. I need more. Those I need a lot of guns. Whatever. <laughs> Welcome back to Tesla Two Bros. My name is Angel. I'm Adon. Where we give you a review at least once a week. Spoiler alert: We have a limited series that is of the Continental from the world of John Wick, which is a long ass title. I don't think that's needed. I think the Continental would have been good enough. True. Uh, it is written by and credited for writing of six people. And again, here I go with the name. So if I say it incorrectly, forgive me. Craig Coolidge, Derek Colston. Gilnice Mullins, Sean Simmons, Kurt Ward, and Ken Christensen. There's three episodes, two directors, Albert Hughes and Charlotte Brandstrom. Now, the acting here we have here is long, but we'll go over the main ones. Mel Gibson playing Cormac, Colin Woodell playing Winston, Michelle Prada, Katie the Cop, Herbert Point Dior, Miles, Nyung Kate, Yen, Jessica Alain, Lou. Okay, here goes another one. Here we go. All right. Wish me luck. Ayumindi Adogun. He plays Sharon. He's the younger version. It's pretty good, right? That, that, pretty, okay. Jeremy Bob. He was Mayhew, the other cop. Adam Shapiro. He was Lemmy, which was, I guess, the comic relief of this show. Kate McGrath. Do you know who that is? Well, she was the adjudicator. But do you recognize her from someone else? I recognize her from her eyes right away. Her voice and her eyes... Uh... Pretty much gave it away. Uh, she was in... Don't you dare cheating. You're cheating right now. I am absolutely cheating. <laughs> I am absolutely cheating. Uh, but I did recognize her. It's just I couldn't put it until I just cheated right now. What were you going to say? Because you might remember her from something different. She's from Supergirl. Absolutely. Yeah, she was Luther's sister. Uh, Lex's sister. Lena. Uh, uh, Lena. Lena. I Lena, look at me. Yeah. I'm doing like you. I want to say, I want to say, Lana, Lena, Lena right. which I feel like they made her for just that role. I don't know, but she was cool, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of upset what they did to her. I, I yeah, she was an intriguing character, and I just did like more from her. Or just like our review on Ahsoka, where they killed off Morgan, they killed off someone here. Now I'm not done with the credit with the credits, but so many. Yeah, but the thing is, like, should this be limited meaning one and done of the series or should it be a season two in my opinion i think there should be a season two but mm. continue now we have marina mazapa she was gretel mark musashi he was hansel chris ryman as was ronnie orphan master was played by don lee ray mckinnon was jenkins he was the the shooter the sniper oh peter green he played young Uncle Charlie. He's the one with the car. Yeah. The car. He was, I was like, when I saw him, I was like, yes, because he played a lot of bad characters and to see him there was awesome. Yeah. A lot of villains. Mm -hmm. Yes. And there's a slew of other actors here. Now there's three episodes and each episode is a feature length, about 90 minutes. The second episode was a little shorter. True. But for the full, like still like full leech uh, lengths, which I don't know why they did that. They felt um, they did feel like individual movies. 
It was kind of like uh, a best comparison I can make. It's like uh, I I watch a lot of BBC shows, not consistently, mm-hmm. but when I when I do, they they're usually like at least an hour hour and a half long. But how many episodes? Three to six. Okay, well this is three. Exactly. So like it gives me the BBC vibe in that okay. sense. And they just condense it like really, really short. Sherlock Holmes. They're anyway. usually three to six episodes a season. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. Uh, so the episodes, we have, like I said, three. And again, they're about like 90 minutes long each. Brother in Arms, Loyalty to the Master, Theater of Pain. Mm-hmm. And great titles. Yeah. I had a blast with this. I has, there are some food paws. I think there are some miscastings. Overall, loved it. I mm-hmm. would watch it again. I'll say it right now. It is worth the watch. Definitely worth the watch. I watched it uh, individually, and then I finished it with uh, Dad. And um, it's like he was all about it. And uh, did you watch it twice then? Uh, I had to rewatch like one of the episodes uh, because like to catch him up. But it mm-hmm. was not an issue for me. I actually liked the second and third episodes. Like each episode, I felt more invested, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and I was enjoying it more and more. There is rewatchability. Even if you're not watching a full episode, there's moments that you could just probably just fast forward to. They are just like good moments. Again, true John Wick fashion. They expand the world and you're more interested about the world than main characters at times. Well, here, here, okay, here you go. Now, of course, in this series is how Winston became the owner of the Continental. True. So that's what it tells us. So we don't meet John Wick at all. He's not even a thought in his yeah. at all. It's all about Winston and his brother. Well, it's more of a revenge film or a revenge series, a revenge theme, if you will, mm-hmm. because his brother gets killed and now he wants revenge. By doing that, he inherits the Continental because he wasn't even in that lifestyle. His brother was. I think he was at one time and then he he left and he was more like a... Con man. Not necessarily a con man. Was he a con man or a realtor? Both. You could be both. Um, well, they, true, because because he, was selling, like, he was selling parking lots. Yeah, to the rich guy. But then he uh, hooked up with a, uh, oh, the that's man's right. wife. The girl, the, and she's the like, wife, yeah. when did you realize I was your mark? And that's a term I would only hear for like spies or con men. <laughs> true. Okay, you're right. Again, like I said, we get the origin of how Winston got, got into power of the Continental or ownership of the Continental. How him and Sharon became friends. Yes. The coin presser mm-hmm. is like is like one person owns it. There's only one of a kind, apparently. And who owns it? You're reintroduced to company uh, homeless people. Uh, that that sanction. Yes, but uh, it's by, a different I, owner, of course. Instead of a king, there's a queen. A queen. I loved Mel Gibson. Holy Yo, awesome. I didn't even know he was in this. Oh, you, you didn't. That's the I, only thing. That's the only reason why I wanted to watch it. Well, I stayed away from trailers and whatnot. I only saw the yeah. one trailer where they show on the staircase, which is basically the opening scene of the uh-huh. series. But I, I, they don't show Mel Gibson in that trailer, so I didn't watch it anymore. I said, you know what? I'll, I'll check the show out, especially since you're like, let's watch it. And uh, I saw Mel Gibson. I'm like, no, that can't be Mel. And I and I watch it, and he is absolutely insane. And I love it. 
I knew about it because when the spinoff was announced, because it's this one and there's another spinoff, I think is going to Netflix. I'm not sure. And it's called The Ballerina. So there's a there's a spinoff coming up. I'm not sure it's Peacock or Netflix. But Ballerina it, ha- a, is on Netflix. Well, no, that's the one I, sh- I told you about, but that's a different movie. That's a Korean. That's something else. Oh, then I'm wrong. <laughs> right. So and it's not. Yeah, it's not that. But when they announced it, the spinoff, like I said, he was the face of it. Like no other actors were announced, what have you, like who's going to be in it. It was just him. So this would have to be beforehand. Beforehand? Well, when they, if he's going to be on Ballerina. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Continental. Oh, my bad. Right. No, because it was the face. So I was ecstatic, but man, damn, was he good. He was my favorite character. Now there's another character I love. It was the twins. So I'm counting them as as one. Yeah, because a lot of the things they do in unison. They play off each other, yeah. And um, bro, they when they drop the guns and they fight, caught me off guard. I thought maybe one of them's a fighter and one of them's like maybe a shooter or whatever. But I was like, uh-huh. oh, they both got hands. Well, I mean, I couldn't really tell in the sense of because they're so thin that you didn't know. <laughs> you know they're they are super thin. thin, but their movement was great. I mean, I love the part where, and I didn't know their name, Hansel and Gretel. I did not know. I just they're called the twins. So I yeah. know that. His movement, Hansel. Wow. And I love his name. His, his name is Musashi. Mm-hmm. Who else do we know that's named Musashi? Miyamoto Musashi, the yeah. greatest mm-hmm. samurai ever to live. There's a book out called The Book of Five Rings that he wrote that Japanese businesses follow. But their fighting was awesome. More of him than her. Because she was more of like a shooter while he was more of the hands-on true and that's why when i like at the end when she was able to fight too i was like oh i was surprised right but overall it was the ladies that stole the scenes for me yes you have katie the cop you have yun you have lou those girls could throw down strong performances too by them oh definitely so Definitely so. I mean, this is a male-dominant testosterone kind of show. But when they were on and when they had a fight, I was totally surprised, happily surprised. I mean, come on. The girls the, the girls from Vietnam, but doing like jujitsu. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about Yen. And I was like, holy crap. And they're doing it flawlessly. Almost like a deadly Jackie Chan using all sorts of stuff around the uh, theater as weapons. You know, you know what I thought of the big brawl because at the end of the big brawl, the final fight scene is in a movie theater. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So I that took me back right to that. I'm surprised and, uh, uh, you weren't geeking about um, Lou uh, when she was doing like it looked like she was doing a straight up kata in the in the pickup truck. This like oh, she was whooping all those guys. Oh, and the overhead view, yeah, looking down at them, that was great, but. This is what I liked even more. The telephone booth fight scene. Yes. <laughs> Dad and I had she jokes about that fight scene. She was embarrassing him. Outright humiliated him. I, I feel like he, he should have just been like, all I wanted to do was make a phone call. <laughs> is that what he said? No, he's like, I have a question. I have a few questions for you. Oh, yeah. I have a and then he she's, reached she's just... and she just proceeded to whoop his ass. And uh, uh, and the funny thing was, like, he pulled a gun one time, and it did nothing. <laughs> she just proceeded to whoop him. Am I the only one that thought of 
I mean, of course, this is set in the 50s and in the 70s. It's like a flashback seeing Winston and his brother yeah. when they were kids. And then, Mostly in the 70s, though. But the dojo that Burton Karate. Did you not think of Big Trouble Little China, Jack Burton? Did that ever pop in your head? No, I, I was thinking Jim. I, I I didn't think of Jack Burton. Um, the name Burton does make f- familiar. I was thinking Jim Kelly, and oh, for course. some reason, I was thinking of the the intro scene to Jim Kelly and Entered a Dragon when he's in the dojo, okay. and then n- my mind went there. Okay, fair enough. I mean, you can't help it. That they all have the afros too. So, mm-hmm. and they had that. They had a poster of uh, Cleopatra Jones. Was it Cleopatra Jones? Or no, Coffee. Yes. Excuse me. And that was for uh, Sharon. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I said, I like Lemmy. Lemmy was funny as hell. His comedic timing was great. Yes. It's a shame that he, he died. He shouldn't have, but he did. Which, uh, uh, that was one of the things I had an issue with. Just, I know it's a fictional world and in a lot of things, but I was like, I turned to dad and I was like, that should never have happened. He's like, what do you mean? I've worked with those kind of systems. You know, in in uh, teller uh, mm-hmm. for a drive-through, it takes easily two to three seconds just for a tube with paper cash to move from a teller window to a drive-through window, and that's a way shorter distance. He was like in the basement. That they, they clearly showed a scene where it's going down a hallway from what was a bar. But wait, uh, hold up. It, which which was shorter? No, that that time thing. What you're saying and. It takes well, longer then. It it, sh- it should have been longer. And oh. what I'm saying is that if anything, that grenade should have blew up on the path there. Not necessarily so. It takes. Uh, I asked Dad. Dad said it was like three to five seconds on the average grenade. But wait a minute. Now, did the handle come off before the twin uh, Hansel put it in? Because oh, that's damn. the thing. If you if you take the pin out, right? If you take the pin out, but as long as you have the grip and the handle is still there. It will not start to detonate. As we've seen in Hidden Strike. In other movies, too, where they put the pin back in while they're still holding. So is that the case? I don't remember. I can't remember right now if the pin came, if the handle took off. Yeah, I don't remember. He he definitely had the pin because he he showed that to uh, Miles. Right. Um, Right. So that's the thing. You got me there. Yeah. But the thing is, Lemmy could have Lemmy could have avoided that. I don't know how C four works, but he had C four strapped to his chest. True, <laughs> true, true. That's true. I was he like, should not I, been. He should have been non-existent. I, I mean, I feel like there should have been a like just a mist of Lemmy. Like what happened to uh, Gretel? That was a mist. That was a mistake. It made no sense. I like how you surprised. There's a belt on you, but you don't take it off. Like she came out and she's like touching like. Why is there a belt on me? I'm like I, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I, and I think she turned around too to see behind her, and you see the hand coming up like um, a movie from Evil Dead, mm-hmm. like you know, out of the out of the ground, like the and shredder they, from the end of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like right. But, but but at the same time, like you, the hand comes up, you see the flicker of the thumb to to take up the 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 cover, mm-hmm. and then she's like, that's ten seconds right there. I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, because it was just draped. It wasn't really connected. Right. We're kind of going into the food paws right now, but oh, it, this yeah, is fun yeah. moments at the same time. They're not necessarily bad food paws, but they're good commentary for it. No, that's what they're they're bad. It makes no sense because I mean, saying like, <laughs> I mean, they're I mean, there also are, there are funny. 
they're a, she's an assassin. Absolutely. So the thing is, like, you have to be active and reactive. Mm-hmm. So I understand. I say that maybe it was wrapped around her that it was tied that she couldn't break free, but she got out because she needed to breathe. And as she's trying to fight, then it comes up. You know what I'm saying? Trying to fight to take off the thing because it's trapped. She's wrapped around it. She doesn't know where it's tied, what have you. Then it would have been a little better. Then you see behind her as she's fighting, take it off. That you see behind her, the hand comes up and the camera fade, uh, pulls into that and then hit the trigger. That to me would have been more intense. I would have, I, I also would have laughed if she hit the trigger and it didn't go off. That, well, that happened, happened to that her. happened. That's yeah, exactly. That I would have also been like, that would have been po- laugh. I would have laughed at that. In all honesty, back then. It shouldn't have not worked. It's underwater. I, well, I don't know how. Today, yeah. Well, today, what you think would be more sophisticated and yeah. protect. But I did like how Hansel was taken out. It reminded me of Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. Hansel got shot by Lou mm-hmm. in the back of the head with her father's gun. Yep. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, so we're mixing in with the full pause and the good points. Now, did you mention it yourself? What was your favorite moments? or performances katie uh, mcgrath the like e- even though she didn't do uh action her Ooh. performance uh the adjudicator oh the adjudicator okay like that scene where she's playing off of mel gibson and mm. where she steals his stake you only get like a somewhat glimpse but you don't really see it and but you see like the disgust on mel gibson's face and it's like right. them playing off each other Dad, I remember Dad watching. He goes, "Ooh, that girl has something bad underneath that mask." No duh. <laughs> but but like, it's, it's like it's just the amount of presence she brings to that role, right? Re- and right. strong, good eyes. Her eyes yeah. carry that performance. Is in yeah. my opinion, I, I agree. My thing is, they should have never showed her her mouth. That's fair. Leave it like in. Pulp Fiction, when you open the briefcase, you don't know what it is. You can just imagine what it is. And your imagination can make it worse than it actually is. Or just don't kill her. She would have been great. Oh, no, no. That's what I said before. Yeah, Yeah, she should have not died. But if you're going to kill her like they did, fine. She drops, you see her feet, but then the the mask falls into frame. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't see the face, but we see the mask. And then you leave it at that. The other performance I was going to say that was really good, also with Mel Gibson, was Play Me a Song. No, everything he did was magical. Yes. In my opinion. I'm sorry. Everything. It, it was just a really good moment. And you knew. I, I, You could tell by the vibe, oh, you're a dead man playing a song. Of course, it happened. And then when Sharon comes in and he just leaves him there and leads up all to the moment, it's like, what was he trying to steal? And he just grabs Sharon's face. It goes, you. Right. And I was like, oh. But the thing was, was awesome is what Sharon says to Cormac in a sense of he wasn't playing for you. He was playing you. Yes. Oh, uh, that was a really good. Great, great dialogue. Great writing on this. I kind of liked the sniper. Um, I just liked his polite attitude towards things. It was just... Oh, he was awesome. He was fun. Yeah, he was a great character. That's what I liked about this is like, even though we know some characters from the John Wick series, you're introduced to a whole new one, which could also lead to other spinoffs. And it's Mm -hmm. done really well. This is like Rebels. Going back to Star Wars, I'm sorry. But it's going back to, to Rebels. 
in a sense, we're introduced to new characters with a sprinkle of characters that we know from the originals. We are, you know, we have introduction of or reintroduction of Lando, Leia, Vader, Harkin. They uh, come in once in a while here and there. R two D two, three CPO. Yeah, but that, but the main focus is the other characters. Yeah, Winston is here in this movie, in Sharon, but I don't feel like they were the main ones. It was more like the brother and sister, mm-hmm. and you have McKinnon, and you have the boy, the 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 Asian boy with the arm cut off. He's a new character now. We got to find out what's the deal with the gun with the brother and sister. I'd love to know about that as well. You know, and because uh, it was the father. Because this is now is that the Asian gang leader what have you mm-hmm. is he also part of that world or is that another world altogether trying to infiltrate i think he was part of the over. world because the the father also knew and worked with the hotel i think either way that world was so so large i feel like it'd be out, almost outlandish that they would have a separate community like rivaling why not i why well, not? yeah i guess i mean can't just be one world or one sanction existing why not have a competition competitor yeah i could see that okay i was not interested in frankie i will say that well that's why they killed him off (laughs) touche he was you watch him thinking he's going to be the john wick of the show and then Mm. he he got killed off yeah i see but now here's here's my thing Mm. colin woodell who played winston scott did a disservice of what Ian McShane did. Fair. I'm sorry. I could not believe it. He was the weakest part for me of the series. He was overshadowed. He have, huh? He was overshadowed because of the, the performance of the other characters. And- no, it's not that he was overshadowed, that he didn't bring in what, what was laid before him by Ian. True. So, you know, there's Ian was more of a strategist or his, his rendition of Winston. Strategist, very calm. He would he did not like to Fight. The only time he fought was when they were taking over the Continental. They're trying to, but yeah. he was more of a strategic or uh, strategist, and he had a he had a plan for a plan. But no, but his voice, like his, he had like a British voice into it a little bit, a little bit more like an educated voice. Excuse me. Yes, if that makes any sense. Was too high, strong. This one. I, I see where you're coming from. You don't right? Like he, he would like. Like where Colin's character version will run, where Ian's character would walk. Ian was more elegant in his portrayal of Winston. Like nothing would face him. Now, granted, you could argue, well, Winston, when he's younger, he hasn't become the man that we've grown today. You know, right. at the same time, you're catching up and his hard shoes to fill. Right. But the thing is, is that they've been on the streets since they were kids. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a first rodeo for them. And like you said, he's a con artist. So he knows how to push buttons, how to work a, a crowd or a person to get what he wants. Yeah. And like for me, I doubt that Ian's version would have shot the adjudicator. Yeah. I, 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 I see I that. see where you're coming from from that. That and like the only time he really manipulates someone is he doesn't really truly manipulate at the same time. The scene on the bus with Sharon. It's like him attempting to manipulate, but Sharon just gives in just because Frankie was good to him. And so like he didn't really do that. And it, like here. in that performance, like he should like Ian's this is how Ian would have done it. He would have been sitting back, 
across, not like behind, across, legs crossed, maybe have a, a cappuccino, what have you, espresso, or tea. sitting back and then, huh? Or tea. Tea, what have you, just talking back and just very confident. Mm -hmm. And like letting him, let Sharon know this is what you need to do. But you're right. I mean, the younger version does act differently than an older version in life True. anyway. But I just felt that it was off. Also, Ayuminde, who plays Sharon, was awesome. The height wasn't there. The late Lance Riddick was 6'2". Yes. And Ian McShane was like 5'8". There was a height difference. Here, True. they're the same height, eye to eye. Not to take away the performance, but the visual was not there. And that just took me out a little bit. I mean, they would have to, it's, it's movie magic, they could do it. I mean, I've heard Tom Cruise does it where they make it so that he's taller than other people. I know uh, that, but they didn't. You put an apple crate on the person, but then we pull away. There's ways to do it too of camera angles like that. But I'm just saying that was, it, it, it's minor, but it's noticeable. If, if Especially if you know who the late Lance Riddick is and you've seen the movies and you, it's like, again, on Rotten Tomatoes, 63% by the critics. 80% by the audience. I am with the audience. I even go 85. I'm thinking 85 too. I'm going to agree with you on this one. It's definitely better than what the critics were giving it. Yes. I mean, still 63 is still considered good, but I find it far more entertaining. You get a little more deeper in understanding of that world and you see how, again, Winston became the owner. Also, that you saw that you noticed that the Continental has gone through some changes behind the front desk where you're the concierge. You go there, right, to check in. Here, right behind that is the bar. It's not there in the original. Yeah, but that doesn't surprise me. Like, well, no, I'm saying hotels like, remodel. Got, right, and they probably needed to remodel because of all the craziness that's happened. True. Well, that bar was pretty much destroyed. Right, and the front desk and all that stuff. So maybe, but I'm just saying, worth the watch. Yes. Yes. We said it before it is. And just to reiterate it. Now, of our family, who would enjoy this as well? I already said dad. Mom's probably going to watch it. She'll uh, be confused. She, uh, of course. Of course. Uh, Butch just got into uh, John Wick. What? Yeah. I hooked him up. And he he, he binged all of John Wick. So knowing this, he, if he gets a chance, he'll probably watch this. You, you don't think he'll watch this because of the girls who can kick ass? Oh, he absolutely would, but it would just emphasize that, like, this is a John Wick world. He's like, he's he he called me up afterwards. He's like, I have to thank you, big guy. He hooked me up, uh, John Wick. I've been missing out for years, and I, I'm gonna do what the ki what the kids call it when they watch all of it. And I'm like, binge. And he's like, I'm gonna binge John Wick. <laughs> He'll probably like it more because of the Judicator, because he was a fan of Supergirl. Oh, absolutely. I don't know, I don't know why. That's a horrible series, but she was awesome in Supergirl, and to see that in here it will be equally as awesome, in his opinion. I think also Eric. Eric, yeah, he's also a John Wick fan. He'll probably get a kick out of it. Yeah. So if, for those listening, the people that we mentioned besides our parents, our godparents and godbrother, godfather that is Butch, and our godbrother Eric, maybe Dennis too. He's into that stuff, but I, I think more Eric. Yeah. Uh yeah, Eric, more, more likely. All right, guys, that is our series review of The Continental from the world of John Wick. Have you seen it? What was your favorite moment? Who is your favorite character? Let us know in the comments below. Also, if you have a series or movie you would like us to review, 
please email us at tales2bros at gmail.com or leave a comment below as well. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you too.